Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, the pandemic has changed the way that we'll do many things in the days and weeks ahead. And that's certainly true when it comes to how we're going to maintain and improve our homes. And that definitely includes how we find and choose contractors to take on those projects that we don't want to do ourselves. That's right. But if you ask your pro the right questions, you'll be able to identify those that will not only be able to complete your project on time and on budget, but they'll do so in a way that protects you and your family from unnecessary risks. With us to talk about that and five questions that you should ask your contractor post-COVID is Dan DeClerico with HomeAdvisor.com. Welcome, Dan. Hey, it's good to be here. So you guys have been on the digitalization of home improvement for a lot of years now, and this is sort of a whole new level that we're stepping into. How is this going to change the way we find and hire pros? Yeah, I think first and foremost, it's you know increasingly important to ask that pro how comfortable they are with virtual communication. We're seeing a real sea change in how businesses and, and customers interact, a lot less face-to-face interactions, especially in the early phases of the project. So, you know, getting an understanding of, for example, with video messaging, is that something that the pro is going to be able to use with the homeowner through the early planning and contract phase of the project? So, for example, you don't really need to meet these guys in person. You could probably actually, it's more convenient to you, you could probably schedule four or five estimates, so to speak, almost back-to-back and do them one call at a time with uh, FaceTime or any other type of video chat system where you can walk around with the pro and say, okay, here's my kitchen and here's what I'm thinking about doing and and so on and so forth and and maybe even give them some rough dimensions. You should be able to kind of certainly explain the job and let the pro sort of explain him or herself and maybe even give you a little bit of a virtual presentation at the same time rather than walk into your house and sit down at the kitchen table with a notebook full of pictures, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, during the pandemic, it was a necessity. You know, you couldn't physically go into the home, but that's what we're kind of discovering here, that there's a real efficiency, a real, you know, convenience for the professional and the homeowner to be doing some of this work, at least, uh, you know, virtually through video messaging or whatever other platform it may be. And we can say, Dan, that this was probably inspired by the children's online learning, because I know every time my seven-year-old gets on a Zoom class thing, they have to run around and show each other their entire houses. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see my bedroom? Did you see the this? But That's the point. I mean, we used to talk about the firm handshake, the clean shirt, the clean truck as being part of the first impression. Now it's how savvy is that pro on the Zoom call. Which is smart. And I guess you can do a lot of other things. You can probably do payment or come up with a pay schedule or contracts. I mean, all of that can also be done virtually. At HomeAdvisor, we're really getting out in, you know, in front of this as much as possible. We've, we've launched a bunch of new tools that are going to facilitate with this kind of virtual communication. So the video messaging is built right into the app. The digital payments, which, you know, avoid the transaction of cash or checks, it's all part of this larger digitalization of home services that's been happening for several years, you know, even longer. But really, in the last few months, it's really taken off. So let's say we are going to hire a pro to do a bigger project, and they're going to spend some time in our house, perhaps have some subcontractors involved. What kinds of questions uh, should we be asking them aside from, uh, you know, are they going to be wearing face masks and such? What sort of services might we expect them to provide now when they come to work in our spaces? Safety and, and, and cleanliness. I mean, you always wanted a contractor who's going to keep the the job site neat and tidy now more than ever. So certainly asking about the protective gear, you know, the face mask. We think that we associate it with the coronavirus, but there's no reason that, you know, pros shouldn't be wearing masks on a regular basis given, you know, all the dust and toxicity. So, you know, asking upfront about that, getting a good sense of what the relationship is to the subcontractors. And again, this was always a best practice. The best GCs out there have good 
long-term relationships with their subcontractors. But moving forward, it's even more important. You want to know they're, you know, that they weren't, you know, out sick for two weeks, you know, before they start on your job. Well, I think also, you know, we want to make sure we've always expected them to clean up at the end of the day. And we, we were just talking about sawdust, but now we're talking about, are they going to bring their own cleaning supplies, towels, hand sanitizers? Are they going to wear the gloves and the booties yeah, on your... towels are in demand. You bring your yeah, own. That's right. That's right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. BYO. So, you know, talk to the pros up front about this. This is part of the initial vetting process. But when you're checking those references, you know, talk to past clients as well. Ask them, hey, did this this guy keep a, a, a clean, organized job site or was the place a mess? I mean, it's really important to ask those questions these days. Do you think it's important, Dan, when you're having these sort of initial online meetings and you think that maybe when you actually have decided on the pro and get them in your house that, you know, it's sort of that idea of, oh, while you're here, there's also blah. Should you sort of discuss that up front? Like, I may have another thing or not, just because you don't know if they have availability for those extra projects time-wise. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Is it, is it possible to bundle multiple projects into one more important than ever? It's not that it wasn't a best practice before, but now, you know, more than ever, you want to try to minimize the number of times you're having to bring professionals into the home and bundling projects. If it's an HVAC pro who's coming to fix your AC unit, hey, can you, you know, take a look at the uh, the humidifier or the air filters, whatever it may be. So trying to package those projects into one makes a lot of sense these days. We're talking to Dan DeClerico from Home Advisor about how home improvements and the hiring of pros and folks that are going to work in your house may change in the future in a post-COVID environment. Dan, you know, it occurs to me that we've always been conscious of the time it takes to get a job done and the scheduling related to that. And there are a lot of factors that figure into that, you know, how long it takes to order materials and such to get the job done. And it used to be that, you know, it was okay if the guys came in the morning and they went to another job in the afternoon. Now I think I want you guys in and out, complete, in a shorter period of time. I don't want this to go on for longer than it has to. So I think that plays into this as well. Are they going to be able to start this job, go from start to finish, you know, without leaving the site to go work elsewhere? Oh, that's such a great point. I think we're looking for leaner, more efficient projects. And it's just another example of how the pandemic really is forcing the industry to modernize in a lot of positive ways. I mean, I hate to, you know, say it's been a positive. It certainly hasn't been that. But, you know, pros are really having to get on board with the technology and with being as efficient as possible. Yeah, and I think that's happening across a lot of industries. I mean, look at telemedicine, right? That has been adopted, you know, with open arms, whereas before it was like, I don't know if I like that or not. But now people are like, you know, it's not so bad. We're getting information that we need. We're getting seen by a professional. And it's going to be similar uh, in other industries as well. Now, Dan, you mentioned that there were some new technologies either here or about to be here. You mentioned that the Home Advisor app has been updated to accept digital payments and do video chatting. But there are some other technologies that are going to help pros do some of this research and do some of this estimating without even setting foot in their home, in particular around augmented reality. It's really exciting. A lot of, of very cool, very, you know, available here and now software that increases the intelligence of the smartphone. I like to say it turns sort of FaceTime in, uh, on steroids using things like spatial mapping or object recognition, artificial intelligence, these sorts of things. So, for example, a painter you know, if the homeowner holds his or her phone up to a room, the painter using all these, you know, software advancements, these tools, will be able to take measurements for that room without ever entering the house and, and provide that homeowner with a very accurate estimate, you know, all in sort of virtual time. 
Well, you know, Dan, in many ways, this is sort of forcing people to become more comfortable with digital tools. And I think that that's going to be a good thing. I know there was a lot of natural sort of anxiety about going this way for pros and for homeowners as well. I mean, if you're a younger homeowner, then certainly you're going to have more comfort than if you're an older homeowner. But I think that this move and showing that it can be done successfully and safely and efficiently for everyone by using these digital tools is really going to be a positive for the industry going forward. It really addresses that perception problem, really brings the industry, you know, full on into the 21st century. So I think this is a good thing moving forward. Dan DeClerico from HomeAdvisor.com. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. And if you'd like to uh, get more details on these tips and ideas for how you can digitize your home improvement projects going forward, Dan's post about this very topic will be up online on our homepage at MoneyPit.com. 